0: Welcome to another episode of Brick by Brick. I am your host, Emily Verbecki, and today we're working, we are working and recording from Pure Albion again, right in the heart of downtown Albion. And I'm so excited for our guest today, which is Marquetta Frost. Now I see Marquetta all around town wearing, I think, all kinds of different hats. All the time, I think, oh my gosh, what is Mark wanna doing? You know, this time because it just I always seem this, like you're on the run and and, and going places. So um, I'm super excited that we had time. And and it worked with the schedule for us to have a conversation today um, and to hear things that you're working on, things that you're excited about. So before we kind of talk a little bit about projects, will you tell us a little bit about your Albion story? How did it start? Are you originally from Albion or did you come to Albion at some point? What's your Albion story?
1: Um, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, no, uh, my name is Marquetta Frost, um, but originally I was Marquetta Pearson, and uh, I was born and raised here in Albion uh, at Albion Community Hospital, by the way. Uh, that's long gone, mm-hmm. but uh, born and raised here, uh, attended elementary, middle, high school, uh, graduated class of 91, go Wildcats, and um, And I've always um, been involved somehow in the community, um, whether it's supporting a a cause or doing a service project, um, always trying to uh, be involved. uh, My biggest involvement was through 4-H youth programs, and I joined 4-H back in fifth grade um, here in Albion, and it was called the 4-H Epic Club. Um, Harry Bonner was the leader of that program, and he connected with uh, MSU Extension and Sherry Grice, who was the 4-H Youth Agent at that time, and their their marriage of programs catapulted Albion to um, be highlighted on city, state, and national levels. And so, um, the experience that we, the experiences that we as youth had, were. Um, uh, tremendous in uh, letting us know what was out there in the world, how to communicate with others, how to um, just get to know people and get to know who they are and not just assume, whoa, they're from somewhere else, they don't know me, and yeah, they don't, but if you talk to them, they'll get to know you. And so um, 4-H really helped me to kind of see what I wanted to do in life, and that was to work with other young people. And so I've been doing that. For a long time, um, and enjoyed every minute of it. Um, it always has its ups and downs. Um, you can't, I guess, save everyone, but you always make um, some kind of impact on the youth that you work mm-hmm. with, and hopefully it's, it's a positive a one. Yeah, but born and raised here, um, uh, church-going, uh, belong to Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church right now, and it's a wonderful church, 1010 Chauncey Street, if y'all want to come over. Um <laughs> And uh, uh, just always involved in the community and just love um, supporting. So Albion
0: has always had your heart, always and forever. You are Albion through and through.
1: Yes. I moved to Lansing um, back uh, about 10, 15 years ago. And um, I'd be 20 now. And uh, Albion was still always home, even though Lansing, I was trying to get comfortable. And it was okay. Um, but I... I needed to come back um, for some personal reasons, and it really did help to get me back up on my feet again and just get right back into the community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So
0: many people, I think, have heard about AmeriCorps VISTAs, Mm -hmm. um, but... Can you tell us, maybe you are an AmeriCorps VISTA member. Tell us a little bit about some of the work that you do and maybe even describe it as in a, what does a week look like for you and your role as an AmeriCorps VISTA member?
1: As an AmeriCorps VISTA member, we are serving in the city of Albion and we are trying to increase capacity within the organizations that we are assigned to. Um, and within that capacity building, we are... Uh, building programs we are finding resources not just monetary but finding volunteers for our organizations we are um, building programs we actually create some we created um, as a team the Vista team created the Martin Luther King community dinner that just happened on um, January 20 no January 5th
0: 20 something. 20 something yeah we just did it
1: um and so that was created by our our team and it has um the community has embraced it and um it's something that I believe the community looks forward to every year um and that's not the only program that we do we also do health um health initiatives um we do um Uh, other uh, members of our team work on um, senior citizen projects, um, how to support that uh, bracket of people. We look at economics um, with the Economic Development Corporation and creating programs to let people know about um, starting their own business. Um, We do a lot and uh, we support each other in every aspect of what we're doing. My focus is uh, youth programming, of course, and so um, I work with MSU Extension or Michigan State University Extension for youth programs. And as a um, as working with them, I am creating uh, after school programs, summer programs, mentoring programs that the youth can grasp as they come back into this community and live. They can um, learn um, things of interest that they're interested in and learn how to, kind of find out what they wanna do in life. Mm -hmm. And so it's just based on um, a special interest that they're into and they're called spin clubs. And these spin clubs are not um, geared at um, the long-term 4-H involvement. If they don't, um, they run like six to eight weeks and it gives them just a taste of what 4-H is about. Mm -hmm. And if the programming, is what they love, they can continue it on for a longer period of time. So we are trying to introduce the 4-H program to the youth here in Albion, um, showing them the variety of things that they can be involved in. Because 4-H is not just agriculture-based animals, pigs, cows, you know. Mm -hmm. I never touched a pig or Or goat or anything when when I grew up in 4-H. We did leadership, community service, um, of course, performing arts. Um, we did things that helped um, ground us and make us a well-rounded individual so that we could um, uh, move ahead in our education and in life. So we're trying to give that same opportunity to other youth that don't, ha- don't live on a farm you know don't do that mm-hmm. doesn't um they don't have those same opportunities right. so we are trying to expand and bring in youth that are non-traditional but it's becoming more of the norm to yeah. um to offer youth um different variety of programming so that they can be involved in their community and
0: make it better yeah it it, may, it reminds me or makes me think that for, for a lot of youth and as they grow into adulthood that jobs um, is not you know the only thing that will make a life fulfilling but connections to community and family and activities outside of work while it you know can take up a very large portion of you know time but you know though that the fulfillment as a, an adult and a young adult you know comes from a variety of different places and so getting kids and youth connected to and experiencing all kinds of different opportunities so that they can you know find something that they're really passionate about and that they would continue on um, in the future makes me think that that helps build more sustainable sort of quality of life for for everybody and for a community as well because it it creates diversity and uh, so many different offerings in a community so in And coming back a little bit to the AmeriCorps VISTAs and understanding the the work that they do, as you were talking about the different projects that each VISTA member is working on, it seems like, it reminds me almost of like the spokes of a wheel, that, mm-hmm. um, that they're working on individual areas like senior citizens and economic development. Um, they're all interconnected and we need each of those different pieces to make a really strong wheel, um, which I was just thinking, mm-hmm. I think isn't your, isn't the VISTA's, is the VISTA's logo kind of a, a wheel? Too, or is it like a Starburst? No. no, I'm.
1: Oh, I don't even have it on. <laughs> um, I would tell you, <laughs> I could remember what it. I don't know. Maybe have, I was just thinking of something else. Here. The AmeriCorps. Um, oh. Oh, don't worry I don't about it. it. <laughs> you know I mean? And I'm sorry, no. AmeriCorps. Um, <laughs> that I can't uh, quote it, but um, their their thing is uh, their motto is "We get things done," mm-hmm. and that's what they um, they educate us and train us on. Um, doing these different projects, but it's impacting individuals, small groups, larger groups, Mm -hmm. bigger communities. We also work with the um, Albion Food Hub. We work with the city of Albion. Um, We have vistas that are spread out all over the community. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about it is, yes, we're all working on separate things, but just like you said, it all comes back to making Albion a better place Mm -hmm. and leaving a mark and not just leaving the projects like starting something and leaving it we're trying to um, uh... have ownership from the community so that these projects don't just stop with us they we we get those adult volunteers those community people that have a passion about the community and they hopefully will take on some of these projects and continue them on so that yes, um, we have kids from Detroit, uh, Gross Point, um, Indianapolis, Ohio. We have, and those kids have to go back to their um, places of, of their families, their families or families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are going on to higher education. And so the projects that they're doing, they're hoping that they can leave a legacy so that the community can say, "Hey, um, one of our vistas is working on a um, application where." Um, you can take a picture of, like, your sidewalk, and if the sidewalk is um, has huge cracks or something that's, that's dangerous or uneven, um, you can take a picture of that, and there's coordinates that are created by you taking this picture. When mm-hmm. you upload it, the city can go through and look at this program, and anyone in Albion can take this picture yeah. and find out exactly where that's at and be able to... So it's it's like keeping a record of those things, because community members come to you and say, hey, my street needs to be worked on. But if 10 people come to you and say that, it's like, oh, I don't even remember the first street. Right. So, you either have to be impeccable about your note-taking, or no. you need a system. I have to they're probably telling you this in the store. Right. You know, so they know, you work for the city, they're coming. So um, Emily Smith is her name that's working on this, and I think it's fascinating, because this is definitely opposite of what I'd be working on. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you, the, the city can look up these coordinates and find that um, area, either it's been fixed or it needs to be fixed, and they can go out and market and, and make a strategy on how to correct that. And I think that's something that um, Albion can embrace and use um, for years to come.
0: Yeah, it seems like it'll help. Everybody have you know effective use of time. You know I yes. can only imagine if somebody said you know I live on you know Porter or something like that that somebody could go and be like looking yeah, wh- where which all look all over, all over. <laughs> right you know, <laughs> you know even if you gave sort of like a 400 block or or whatnot yeah. um, that does that isn't super helpful. So yeah. utilizing some of the technology that's out there to our advantage to work smarter and not harder. Right. Um, you know that's that's good for all of us. Well, that's
1: I think that somebody like me can use that's technology non-savvy so <laughs> I could just take my phone and, and then just upload it and that's so cool that someone would really go and use that mm-hmm. to make uh, the community look better mm-hmm. um, and safer yeah. for yeah. our elderly that? and people like that and children just running if they don't know that's you know tremendous. I
0: know early bike riders you know me <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: Because at night, I can't see. And if I trip over something, you know, you don't know that crack is there or something. It can be, you know, something that can hurt.
0: You. Yeah, they're small things, but they can make a really big difference in how somebody feels about their community. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. That's awesome work. So in looking back into... 2019, what were you most proud of in some of the work that you did or or projects that you were a part of? What what were you most proud of in 2018?
1: In 2018, I was an AmeriCorps VISTA member with the Albion Healthcare Alliance. And through that um, organization, I learned a ton of um, resources that are available in the Albion community, and I'm a huge advocate for that. So anything I learned from um, from them, I shared with others. But the Albion Healthcare Alliance um, works in partnership with Oakland Hospital and others in the community, and their uh, whole goal is to um, spread the word, like get the resources to the people, because a lot of times people say they need something or. They, they just need something, but they don't know how to access the information. And the Albion Healthcare Alliance worked hard to um, get the information to you at your door. So we did a project that I was very proud of. Um, it's called the Neighborhood Health Visitors. And as Neighborhood Health Visitors, we recruited volunteers from the community, um, from Albion College and other places like that. And we picked, uh, we chose a neighborhood Um, that may have had a mix of economic um, backgrounds, and we knocked on doors, and we um, first told people who we were, and we uh, asked them just a couple of questions, if they had a doctor, if they um, uh, had dental, if they had insurance, things like that. And if they didn't, we shared with them resources that could help them get those um, pieces. Uh, They have a community, community health worker and the office. Her name is Vicki Easterwood and um, uh she's a, a navigation specialist so she would uh we could help the people make appointments with her and she would help them access um, medical health um, food access um personal needs everything Mm -hmm. and then on the other side alfreda Dizart drake her focus was um food nutrition health education things like that so um i worked with both of them and assisted with those programs so we went out and did food nutrition programs with youth uh diabetic classes for adults um and other programs Mm -hmm. they had um Lunch and learns with the Senior Fork Center yeah. here in Albion, and so um, they were out there spreading the word of what's available here, so that they didn't feel like they had to go outside of their community. Um, and so, as an AmeriCorps Vista, um, one of the biggest projects that I did for them was create a um, volunteer packet, mm-hmm. so that when volunteers came to their organization, they could take them through the background check, um, references, and things like that. So. Because we were working with youth, we're working with um, some vulnerable populations, so we wanted to make sure everybody was safe um, that came to work for us. So we created a volunteer selection process, and um, they um, had that to use um, from now until. Yeah. So that's one project that I was very uh, happy about. Another project that I was proud of is we um, created the Health and Safety Expo. The, Albany Healthcare Alliance, they do different health fairs and Mm -hmm. things, but we created one that was in partnership with uh, Albany Public Safety. And um, we did um, baby CPR, we taught people, um, uh, we had resources around the room that talked about food, nutrition, substance abuse prevention, all types of um, things to help them. Learn about the resources in the community, mm-hmm. and so we had different educational sessions during that health and um, health and safety expo. The police had um, some. Uh, the baby CPR was that um, was one. We had what was the other one? It was another uh, session. I can't. Remember. Maybe it was an adult uh, CPR oh. class. But we had different sessions. We also had blood pressure checks, um, sugar diabetes checks. Um, it was all kinds of things that was there just to help the community to realize, well, maybe I need to go see a doctor mm-hmm. to get this under control because it might be high. Um, Some of that so preventative. Prevention stuff, and that's where my heart is as well. Yeah, I love prevention work. Um, intervention is good for what it is. Mm-hmm. If a, if you've made a mistake, you can always um, come back. But if you can prevent something from happening, prevent the stroke, prevent the diabetes from becoming Uh, something that's a health risk Um, that's just that's the icing on the cake.
0: Right I think you know there's some people who love and live for the like sort of the crisis Um, and we you know definitely need those kinds of people but I think there's so much value in in trying to work and be proactive and work on prevention and it sounds like a lot of what you've done is in that trying to be proactive build capacity within the community to take on roles volunteer opportunities but like the volunteer packets you know that can just be a time suck Mm -hmm. um you know if and so to have that all together and put together for future use seems like that's just one of the it's you know it's one of those you have to imagine at times that can be like that's a no-brainer but it takes the time to say like what is it that that we're not being as effective as we could be? We're you know always pulling this around when somebody wants to come in and and volunteer. We want them it to be able to it's all set and yeah, to go. and yeah. now they can get through the process, know that they're good and qualified and good fit for for any of the volunteer opportunities, and they can just hit the ground running. It seems like those are things that again you know working smarter, not harder, is exactly. um, <laughs> all good stuff.
1: That's that should be my next motto. That's right. I know. Yes. Yeah.
0: So in looking forward into 2019, what are you most excited about? What what's on the horizon that you like you just want to tell everybody about?
1: Um well we this the new thing that I'm working on is the spin clubs and I am excited about that. I um, the program that I've been working continuously on for about the last 15 20 years is a program called the Creative Expressive Arts and that's a program that I started back in 96 97 with a group called the 4H Youth Leadership Academy okay. and it sprung into this performing arts day camp that some of the youth said we want to share with other people what we do, and they wanted to teach younger kids about theater, singing, art, um, those things. So the Creative Express of Arts has been around about 15, 20 years, and um, it still is, like we were saying, youth that graduate from our, our community schools or our programs, they can come back and share their skills. And so that's what we do. The youth that have been through our program become the leaders of the of the program, and they teach these kids the different disciplines. They also mentor the younger people and things like that. And that program's been going, but the spin clubs is the um, is the program that I'm working on most right now. And so we're recruiting volunteers while we're trying to create interest from the youth. So we just had a partnership with um, kids and stuff, uh, youth museum, and we had a we uh, the vistas all uh, supported my idea, which is wonderful, Mm -hmm. and we um, offered a free day at Kids and Stuff. So what we did during the uh, free day, we sat in a separate room, and we had some activities around the room, and uh, we had GIS, uh, or GIS mapping, where the kids had to go and find treasures. And then we had um, robotics um, that uh, Cressy Vargo helped us um, create. We had my um, gardening little program that we're going to be starting. So we were doing a little introduction to the community and hoping to spark some interest in these spin clubs Mm -hmm. and um, get some adults to volunteer and youth (laughs) to join. So it's not so easy just to say, if you build it, they'll come. Right. You know, you have to... um, start somewhere and you have to let people know that you're, you're here and we're ready to go. And so um, we were very successful. We had uh, quite a few adults say they'd like to volunteer and we uh, definitely had some youth say yes. You know, um, I guess, I mean, people know me as the kind of 4-H lady, but I'm, this is a different aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So it's not just performing, it's uh, offering a variety of different uh, project areas. So we have gardening, we have, um, we're going to be doing, um, it's called junk drawer robotics because robotics is growing because um, you guys are doing it as well. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing junk drawer um, robotics, we're doing um, uh, GIS or uh, what is it called, geocaching. Okay. And so we're going to have a club with that we're um, um, and we have a number of other clubs that we're going to try to do. Yeah, get. was one of them like a, a games Yep, Yeah, a one. game one. Yeah, we had a gaming table. And that one was just to expose the kids to some of the um, using math, um, using some of the strategies that you might do in school. So mm-hmm. it's a direct connection to school. Another one that we do is called Fun Fit Food. And so um, we're going to do that again. And that's going to be a spend club where we're teaching them nutritional lessons, but it's including with um, exercise. So they get to exercise, and they get to create their own snacks, healthy snacks, and learn while they're doing that and tasting some foods that they may have never had before, which is awesome because I still tell everybody I know that I don't know how to cook an eggplant. Somebody tell how to create it and make it taste good. I might eat it. Um, but, yeah, so uh, eggplant is, is something that um, I've never – I, I never grew up eating, right. so yeah. it's yeah. like, I can see it, it looks pretty, I um, mean, it's a beautiful little purple thing, but mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what do you doing, um, and so I know it's it's nutritional, mm-hmm. so we, we like to um, share with kids um, the varieties of tomatoes, the varieties of apples, because some people say, I hate apples, and then you're like, but you haven't tried them all, they're like, oh, there's different ones, you know, and still today, some people don't realize that, mm-hmm. and so, um, we, we try to share that with the young people that you can try try different things and then you might find one that you really like mm-hmm. and
0: it's so all that, about yeah. connecting them to kids you know they want to have fun mm-hmm. um, and and creating these learning opportunities around fun activities um, you know if you were to sit uh, you know a group of kids down with you know ten different new foods and say here we're gonna try all these new foods they'd be like no thanks. No. No.
1: Nope. it doesn't even look right, that's you know, right. <laughs> and that's me, <doing> <laughs> I'm like, right. what do you do with that, and so if you uh, create a, a healthy snack, um, and um, one nutrition lady always told me to take, her name is uh, Sydney Olson, she was with Image Extension, mm-hmm. and she did um, cooking classes, one of the things that she told me was, always take a no thank you bite, and I was like, I mean, I don't want to take a bite, but she was like, no, but at least taste it, and then you can see whether you like it or not, and a lot of times, I thought I wouldn't, and I ended up liking it. I was like, oh, you know, but you got to at least try it, mm-hmm. um, and so that's that's one lesson I try to always spread to kids. Take a no thank you bite because you might just like that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they do. They're like, oh, I didn't know. know?
0: Seems like that's pretty applicable to things even outside of food. That's true. You know, it's it's on to. No
1: thank you step, but just take a step and try it. Yeah, because you never know. Mm -hmm. You may really enjoy it Mm -hmm. because I say my hands are not green at all but we're going to try this gardening (laughs) program um, because it's supposed to kind of connect the kids to the community gardens that are here in our community. Mm -hmm. And some of them are thriving and some um, need a little bit more connection with the community because that's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to start with this um, gardening program and introduce the community garden concept. And hopefully the families will come out and, um, get more involved in the community gardens. So that's one of the big pushes. because um, that's gonna be sustainable if the families are involved.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Well it seems like 2019 is shaping up to be yes. a big busy, busy, yes. busy year. Well that's that's good. I always say rather be busy than bored. Oh, oh yeah. And I <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can I can lay down and rest when I'm when yeah I have to. when we you when we, when we when we have, have to. to. Yes.
0: So I think um, You know, I've having conversations with, you know, a variety of people who are really involved, like yourself, in in work, in different um, things that they're passionate about. Are there any things that are going on or that you don't yet see happening that maybe keep you up at night or make you worry, Um, you know, it might be something that, that you're working on, or maybe you're not involved in, but you just, as you interact with so many people in the community and around, you know, around the area, is there anything that, again, like, keeps you up at night that you're like, oh, I wish we were working on this. It just worries me.
1: <laughs> um, one thing that I think that Albion is starting to work on is they are starting to work on something that I'm I've been passionate about the go back to my creative expressive arts program we uh, are always looking for a place to hold our summer day camp Um, we've held it at Albion College Um, we've held it at Washington Gardner Middle School that's closed down Um, uh, but there aren't there isn't a a black box or a theater um, that's available for Others or anyone in the community to utilize, to create an innovative program that involves theater or um, some other kind of programming. We've used the high school as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, we, we've been in support of this theater that's supposed to be um, starting to be built, and that's something that we're passionate about because it gives us a home, Mm -hmm. um, because there is no, quote, theater here in Albion for kids to create and innovate and just see what happens um, because it's not all about we have to do Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You know, our program has never been like that. Our kids write their own play. They write their own play. They um, choreograph their own dances. Everything kinda comes to one theme and that's what each uh, discipline works around. But if you don't have a place to create that, Um, and a venue to share it um, which we're definitely thankful to the Albion Bone Theater um, that has allowed us to um, present our product Mm -hmm. during um, in one of the evening um, programs which we're very uh, thankful for but there isn't a lot of space to practice to bring it all together and so we have to beg, borrow, and, you know, mm-hmm. to try to make it happen. And um, that's something that we are passionate about. If we can help to, you know, grant right or work with people to create a, a facility that kids can come to and not just our program, but there may be other theater programs that are in the wings that they don't have a place to do, um, do what they would like to do. And so um, I'm really passionate about that. Uh, The other thing is supporting the transportation um, sources because we talk about jobs, we talk about childcare, we talk about different things that are needed, but a lot of the individuals that need that support don't have transportation to get to work. Um, And if your child has to go to childcare out of town, a lot of people can't get them there. Um, So transportation in Albion to the connecting cities Mm -hmm. Has always been a passion, and um, I worked last year. I was proud of um, the work that we did with the Albion Healthcare Alliance, Oakland, and uh, the City of Albion, and um, others that came together and sat down and said, "The funding for the Albion uh, Marshall Connector is um, going away, and so what can we do?" And so it was about a group of ten different agencies and schools that that got together, and they all. Um, gave money to keep it going for the next two or three years. And so they're looking at trying to expand that uh, capacity so that people don't just have to go to Marshall. Maybe they can go to Battle Creek, um, Jackson. Um, and they're they're still working on some of that right now, which I'm very proud of because it just was a group that got together la- uh, last year. Mm. And so right now the funding is good um, to continue those services. But there's still a huge need for medical transportation, for um, just to connect you to other communities because a lot of people here don't have those resources to get out of town um, and to go. And we are in the center of everything. Right. And so if you can't get out, then you're you're less um, connected.
0: Yeah, makes it in back to those preventative things. You know, yes. it makes it that much you know harder. It's a barrier to to being proactive, even if you want to be. Right. Um,
1: so. Saving money. If you're looking at just this community, we have one grocery store. We have one uh, one of everything, and so the the competition is not there. The com- you know you don't have it, and so when you move just just to the next city. You have the, the Family Fairs and the save a mm-hmm. You have the um, Walmarts, you have the Meyers, you have all these stores that we don't have easy access to, but it's only 10 or 15 minutes away, but that still can become a huge barrier for people to be able to spread their dollars and use them wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you only have to use them here, sometimes it's you, you do with what you got, right. but um, sometimes you can spread your dollars a little bit more if you can, Connect to those bigger systems, I guess. But you never want to. I mean, I don't want to say people just want to leave here. And no, where, but you want to have a choice, and so without that transportation resource, you don't really have that choice. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, and I think having more choices and more opportunity or more options allows to make sure that that they're offering things that people really want and need and will say, I will spend my dollar here um, versus like what I really need is only, you know, it's it's easiest to get it at Myers or or whatnot. Um, So having those. How do
1: you know how do you know what you need unless you go out, see something different and say, hey, that would be great in our community but you don't know that because you've never seen it. Right. You, know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you don't even know what to bring here unless you've been out and seen something mm-hmm. um, something really cool or something innovative. And you're like, that's that's uh, one program that's very innovative right now is Walk the Beat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they went and saw this program and said, hey, how can we do it here? Right. It's, it's happening. And now we are a hub for the performing arts. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I said we just, we have to find a home. Performing arts here
0: in Albion. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, some kind of black box theater that had some, you know, spaces, some rehearsal spaces and workspaces um, would be would be really, really awesome to have, and could be wonderful. Would yes. could be awesome. So this is kind of my wrap-up question that I've been asking everybody who comes in for a little bit of a chat. So we heard so much about all the things that you're working on and that you're doing, but if somebody were to run into you around Albion um, and you weren't doing one of those things that you, is kind of like one of the regular hats, what might they find you doing? What do you enjoy doing outside of your work and and extra um, projects that you work on?
1: Singing, um, I've I've been singing ever since I was born, I believe. <laughs> um, but I've I've had I have a skill in singing, and so um, the community people in the community saw that, and they um, I have been blessed with opportunities to share um, my talent, my voice with um, the community, trying to inspire them to do something, or uh, to make a change, or um, whether it's Rock the Vote, whatever, um, I try to use my um, my voice to do that, and so, um, like I said, I go to Macedonia, and I'm singing all the time I'm there, but I also share with the younger people, and trying to um, train them up, because that's the next generation that's coming, um, because I'm not. As young as I used to be, <laughs> um, but most of the time that's what you see me doing. Um, I'm either helping someone or I'm I'm singing a lot um, and just always trying to find opportunities to to share that. So I sing at weddings, funerals, uh, workshops, events. I do that kind of thing. So um, and I love it. It's a it's a great opportunity to be amongst people that appreciate um, what you do, Mm -hmm. and, um, it's a, that's my first love, I guess, is singing.
0: So your voice is a part of big and small celebrations
1: all around Albion. Yes, that's how I worship, that's how I do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, it can get you through some tough times. Um, even if you can't sing, let me tell you that, too. Um, if you feel like you don't even make a joyful noise, even if you just, just sing, it doesn't matter, um, how other people view your your singing voice, it, it just brings something out of you, that it changes your whole perspective. If you can sing a song that makes you feel good or whatever, just just sing. It's mm-hmm. it's lovely. Mm-hmm. I think anybody, um, not anybody can sing, but anybody can sing. You mm-hmm. know, they can just just do it. Um, It doesn't have to be in public. (laughs) A lot of people are shower singers. um, And so a lot of people find me um, doing that as a passion. um, And I I just love, love doing it. And I think I'm a do that for the rest of my life as long as somebody wants to hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and my guess, if, if if there are people out there who ran into you while you were singing, that my guess is that you would welcome them to join you in oh, song yeah. all the time.
1: Um, I just uh, had a really cool opportunity to do it here in Albion um, for the Albion Aglow. Um, I helped to lead through some uh, Christmas carols, mm-hmm. and that was so fun because the community listened, they sang, they all just joined in and um it was really that's the fun part about it that everybody can can sing and it makes beautiful music mm-hmm. it really does so yeah, yeah that's wonderful. what you find me doing awesome. half the time because I don't get a chance to do much <laughs> <laughs> but no it's um it's wonderful to spend your other time yeah. Yeah. yeah just trying to I mean I'm washing dishes I'm singing I'm mm-hmm. cleaning I'm singing I'm yeah Or I'm yelling at my kids, but uh, other than that, they sing too. So I told them, let's all sing. But yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's that's just my—that's just something that God blessed me with, and I definitely love him for it.
0: Well, Marquetta, I cannot thank you enough for making time in your busy schedule, in between working and singing, to come in and share all the things that you've been working on. I am genuinely looking forward to seeing, uh, this year's for each, you know, um, group and what they come up with and all the other projects that you're working on. I just, I have have such good feelings and, and, and hopes about everything that you're working on. I think it it really is, uh, you're a true asset, uh, to Albion and we are lucky that you are a lifelong Albion person. Um, so again, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it.
1: Yes, and I just wanted to say thank you for having me. It's been a wonderful opportunity to come in and share what's going on here in Albion and the programs that that the community will be able to take part in, and also to the people that helped me to get here, because you do nothing alone. Um, and if I could share anything with the young people that might hear this, it's all about relationships, and and I've even left this community and have built relationships in those other communities. But you cannot be successful um, if you stay within a bubble and just try to um, just stay within your little clique. You need to get out, see a variety of people, meet new people, and there's no telling the the um, gems that you find that you can put in your little pocket and and be able to use when you need it. And um, that's just been the thing that's carried me through life is meeting people, sharing with them, them sharing with me and um, making my life much better. So I appreciate um, everything and thank you so much.
0: You're very welcome. Such a great way to end at that that sentiment. It's wonderful. So have a great rest of your week. Uh, don't work too hard. Take a little bit of time to have a break, but thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Again, thank you for listening to another episode of Brick by Brick, and also a huge thank you to Marquetta Frost for joining us for a conversation today, sharing everything that she's been working on. It's really remarkable. You can subscribe to the Brick by Brick podcast through iTunes, or you can listen to episodes online at soundcloud.com or directly from the Downtown Albion website at downtownalbion.com forward slash Brick by Brick. We welcome any and all of your feedback about our episodes so far. If you or somebody you know would like to share things that they're working on, During an episode of the Brick by Brick podcast, please share their information or have them get in contact with us so that we can connect with them and make a time to sit down and chat and have a good conversation. Until next time, we'll see you around town.